Hey, I'm Camille Joy, the host and creator of the Moments of Joy podcast, the place that will leave you surely feeling motivated, inspired, and encouraged. Welcome to the show. I need the joy, the joy of the Lord in my heart. I need to make an exchange. of the Moments of Joy podcast has been brought to you by Words of Hope. Words of Hope is a daily devotional podcast. It brings a few minutes of comfort and hope to your day. Each episode includes a passage of scripture and a thoughtful reflection, and it's only five minutes long. You can listen to this anywhere and anytime. It's available wherever you find your podcasts. I've been listening to Words of Hope podcast for the past few days, and I've been super encouraged. This is why I was so excited to share it with you guys. Please download it today. Welcome to the Moments of Joy podcast. I am so excited to have with me today, Kirsten Lee. Welcome to the show, Kirsten. Thank you so much, Camille. I am so honored to be here. Thank you. You're welcome. I've been blessed by following you over the last few months on social media. I thank God for that little gem called Instagram where we're able to connect (laughs) with people from all over the globe. And so Kirsten comes to us today from Los Angeles, California. She's a dynamic speaker, writer, singer, and um, author. And so we're just going to get to know her today and just let her um, share what the Lord has placed on her heart. Um, Kirsten, I usually start our guests off with listening and hearing how you grew up and how your childhood was um, to get a full full glimpse of how God has been glorified in your life. Sure. Um, well, first, I'll just say that um, I use everything that I have been through to inspire and empower people of all ages not to let where they are become who they are. And I show them by example that you don't have to live with whatever life throws you or whatever you get yourself into. You know, you can change your story. And I I share that because I had to change my story. I um, grew up in this really, really small town in Kentucky, and I never fit in. I was constantly bullied. I had a very turbulent relationship with my dad, and I developed an eating disorder that I managed to keep secret. Um, there, there were a lot of blessings in the midst. Don't get me wrong. Um, you know, I, I had a lot of good things in my childhood, but the bullying, the not fitting in, the turbulent relationship, all of these things, um, they affect you. And I just got really used to smiling and pretending like everything was fine, you know? Mm -hmm. And despite all of these things, I still had big dreams. I was going to be a singer. I was going to be an actress. I practiced all the time. Uh, I got a job when I was 12. You could do that in Kentucky. And I I saved almost every penny I made. And I moved to New York City uh, when I was around 17. I was ready to conquer the world, Camille. And I did a lot of cool and courageous things. But 
I had this backstory that was following me. You know, it's true we have to move forward despite what's in the way, but we also have to deal to heal. Yes. And I never did that. You know, if you were to have told me that right when my music career was getting ready to take off, that I would run away from everything I had ever dreamed of and worked toward, or that one day I'd be drinking a 42 ounce beer before I got to work just so I could have enough alcohol in my system to make it to lunch, or that one day I would be lying on my floor um, on Madison Avenue, the city that I dreamed of living in, New York City, dying of alcohol poisoning, I would have told you that you were crazy. Wow. And I would have been wrong. Mm -hmm. You know, alcohol didn't start out as a problem mm -hmm. for me, but it became a habit. Mm -hmm. And when life happened, um, pain from my backstory, things that I hadn't dealt with, um, all of these things, well, that habit led to an addiction that stole years of my life. And that's one of the things I share when I speak with to teens is that every decision we make sets the stage for our future. Mm -hmm. And, you know, purpose was the key to my breakthrough. Yes. Um, and I am on a mission to speak life into people's life and let them know that they are never too far gone, that they can retrain their brain. They can, re they can get their life back on track with God's plan. That's, that's amazing. Um, very powerful. And as you were talking, I was just thinking about you saying that you had to drink 42 ounces of beer before you went to work just to get you started. I'm sure you didn't start like that. Can you, for someone no. who's listening, um, just share the signs of, of beginning to go that way? Absolutely. Um, you know, I, I talk, I, right now I've developed a workshop called the Change Your Story Workshop. And it is a revolutionary new type of recovery program. You know, we don't um, focus on the addiction. We identify and work through it. But our focus is on identity, purpose, and renewing the mind with God's work. And in the first chapter, we talk about cognitive dissonance. And that is one of the things, um, what's going on in our brain and where our beliefs come from. I started out believing as a child that alcohol made things more mm -hmm. fun. And I got that belief from things I saw in my family um, with my dad and that that stayed in my head. Now, as a teen, because it wasn't forbidden to me, it was no big deal to me. I thought at the time I picked my parents were smart about that. But now that I know what it does to your brain, maybe not the best idea at all. But um, I never had a problem drinking. Um, I would have... I was never the girl who got drunk. I would have one or two drinks at a party. Um, as soon as I even would start to feel it, I would stop. Now, to me, this was drinking responsibly. Yes, it was entirely illegal. <laughs> but from what I had seen, <laughs> from what I had seen, it was okay. Now, when it started becoming a problem is when I started drinking to cover up pain. Okay. Now, I had never seen that. So where that belief came from, I guess it came from at one point it worked. 
you know, I wasn't having fun anymore on my own. So I just did more of what I was already used to. And that's what I share with teens. Even, you know, these, these habits, these characteristics, they form a pattern. I didn't go out and do anything new. I did what I was used to. And because I had a high tolerance level, because I had been drinking for so long, I had to drink more and more. So it just was a gradual, a gradual um, thing that happened. And because I had been pretending that I was fine since I was nine, I was able to hide it really well. You know, I had a, I lived my life on a tightrope. I had faith that could move mountains on one side. And on the other hand, I had all this fear um, that was counteracting the faith. Yeah. And I balanced really well for a long time, but eventually one side wins. And, you know, I knew, I mean, I almost died three mm -hmm. times. No one knew. And I knew that um, I had, I had to, I knew that, I knew that I had to change my story or I wasn't going to make it much longer. And God actually gave me two dreams or the catalyst in changing my story. Now, of course, I had to change everything in my life for them to become realities. Mm -hmm. But um, that's what started it, you know, but purpose. God brought hope back into my life. And that's what I want to share with others. You know, I say purpose is the key to your breakthrough because purpose is bigger than us. It's the reason we were, we were created. Absolutely. And it's what makes us unique. And discovering that purpose, it doesn't just change our life, it saves our life because it requires us to see beyond our current predicament and it enables us to make the changes we have to make. Absolutely. Um, that is, that speaks volumes and it's just really personal to, to many people that go through really difficult things in private and don't deal with mm -hmm. the root of it, you know. Yes. and continue to pile on top of it hurt after hurt and pain after pain and try to you know self-soothe with you know mm -hmm. different things you know sometimes it's men sometimes it's alcohol sometimes it may be drugs but um I just thank God that you were able to be free and I thank God that you are sharing this um, transparency is so beautiful and it's so needed um in telling your story I actually read in a book that it releases a hormone in our body that actually causes us to connect with the person telling the story. And it actually has the ability to bring forth change. Just someone hearing your story and being able to relate. Oh, thank you. That's so interesting. Yes. Well, when God, when God, I, uh, I have also write for middle graders and I have a middle grade fiction wow. series that I'm so excited about. But when and I wrote, that was actually one of the dreams that God gave me and say, changed my life with. But anyway, when he told me that I was going to write Change Your Story mm -hmm. and I was going to be preaching and I was going to be sharing these messages, I'm like, oh no, God, we don't need to do that. We got through everything. We, we got through everything, just me and you. Why would I do yes. that? I mean, I never, I kept this a secret and didn't, nobody even knew I was dying. Why would I tell them that? You know, I've got a clean slate. Yes. And I remember I just like felt this silence and I'm like, oh yeah, it's not about me. And what I learned through the journey is that God saved me to use That's me. That's right. And I made a promise that I would do whatever he said. 
if he would just save me, but not just save me. He had to use me. I wanted to be used in a big way. And so, yeah, it, it was, it's crazy because now I share my whole story. Right. And after so many decades of keeping things a secret, that was a very big transition for me. But I realized it is, that is the reason so many people don't mm-hmm. get help. You know, in speaking and in sharing the messages born from Change Your Story, um, what I found is no matter where I spoke, everyone has something they want to change. No one wants to be categorized. And it's the same with people with addictions. Mm -hmm. They don't want to be labeled. Therefore, they don't get the help they need. And that's why I created the Change Your Story workshop Mm -hmm. um, because it is about discovering or rediscovering the dreamer and the fighter that lives inside all of us. You know, it's about conquering depression and anxiety and realizing that, you know, you don't have to live where you are. You can change your story. You know, our focus is never on the addiction. Mm -hmm. It's on that identity, purpose, and renewing the mind with God's word because that ignites the desire to make the the decisions that line up with God's will. And it makes the program very attractive to people who aren't ready to admit that that bad habit might be an addiction. And so virtually I created what I needed when my life needed that major rewrite. Um, The eight-week workshop is a conglomeration of what took me years to figure out. And it's something that I would have gone to because, you know, your problem might not fit into a category. You can be addicted to alcohol without being an alcoholic. You can have an eating disorder without being anorexic or bulimic. And I don't believe in labels. I believe um, we fo- we deal with our past, mm-hmm. but our focus is on the future. Yeah. You know, it's, it's interesting because um, science has now proven that we can literally retrain our mm-hmm. brains. Once an addict, always an addict is not mm-hmm. true. And this goes along with what God has said since the beginning of time. You know, we are transformed by the renewing of our mind. So I, I just love this. So the program is biblically sound. It's scientifically a proven model that Mm -hmm. works, but we have to work it. You know, we have to work it. And I love what you said before that you have to get to the root of the Mm -hmm. issue because that's just it stopping drinking was not the hardest thing I did. You would think that it would after drinking 20 beers a day for years, but but it wasn't, it was retraining my brain. It was understanding why I did what I Mm -hmm. did. And it was not learning not to live on feelings. And those are some things that are so big because until you get to the root of your issue, even if you stop that behavior, that why will find another area of your life to rule and reign in. Absolutely. And that's not what changing your story is mm-hmm. about. We want to be free to become everything that God has us to be. Yeah. That's quite amazing. Um, I really believe that when God brings you out of something, he gives you greater authority to then bring others out of what you have been through. Because you know, you know from experience, you know exactly, uh, you know, what demon they're coming up against. You know what it looks like. And so um, I commend you for that. As I'm listening to the workshop, what 
um, makes Change Your Story Workshop different from an AA program or uh, a recovery program? Uh, the main thing is those are great programs and the 12 steps can and should be used for every area of our life. Uh, the main difference is I, like I said, you know, I think that if science has come so far and what we know about the brain and about the way we think and process things, you know, I do not believe that once an addict, always an addict. I, it, it is not true. And thinking that keeps you in a bondage. It keeps you in a place where you can become addicted to a program or you can become addicted to thinking that you're an addict and God, God frees us. You know, the change your story workshop frees you to be you. Now that freedom does not mean you're free to go back and do what you were doing. Yes. It means that you are free without having that compulsion, without having that fear that you're going to go back every five yes. seconds. Um, we identify and work through the issue. Like I said, our focus isn't on that. It is on renewing the mind with God's word. It is about digging deep. It is about our future and our purpose because purpose is what saves you. It is your biggest connection to God. And having that connection, that relationship, you know, along with the tools, you have to, you have to do the work. Whether God delivers you, whether you go through the program, you have to continually do the work. And, you know, research shows that 86 to 90% of people break free from all type of addictions by choice. Mm, wow. But it's a choice that you have to search to find. Um, imagine searching for a house in a thick fog. Yeah. You know, the house is there, but because of the fog, you can't find it. Yeah. You know, most people with addictions have tried to stop. And each time, you know, they fail, the addiction gets stronger. And... So the Change Your Story Workshop has a strategic plan. Each week we focus on a different subject that you have to do to figure out how to change your story. Um, but it guides you through the fog to where that choice is available. And I think that's the biggest difference. We don't label ourselves. We focus on being an overcomer. And we learn to live by doing the work. And the strategies, strategies that we learn each week, you learn in, to live in the freedom that God provides. Yeah, that's beautiful. And I really love how you dismantled the phrase, once an addict, always an addict. Because we hear that on TV yes. all the time as it relates yes. to yes. addiction. Yes. Yeah. Yes, even though science has now proven it's not yeah. the case, people have said it for so long and believed it for so mm -hmm. long that that's what people think. And it's almost like they're brainwashed to think that. And that kind of mindset, it puts you in a setback. Mm, yeah. It puts you in a, it's like, if you believe this is always going to be the way it is, and you're always going to have this lock on you, that's not the freedom that Jesus came to, to give right. us. He came to give us life abundantly. And so, you know, in the workshop, um, every, like I said, every week is a different subject. We, you learn to understand why you do what you do. You learn um, to just, you discover, you dig deep and discover where these beliefs came from. Mm -hmm. If they're actually serving you anymore, what is the evidence that shows these beliefs aren't true? Because by presenting, by asking questions of yourself, you create space in the brain 
for the right answers to come upon you. I'm not telling you, you're questioning your own beliefs and through questioning, you find the truth. Um, so we you learn to speak life into your life. Um, we also talk about the process of forgiveness and spiritual warfare. Spiritual warfare plays the biggest part in addictions. You know, addictions, yeah, addictions are the biggest distraction to our destiny because how can you discover or pursue your purpose when you are constantly worried about when can I get another one? Does anyone mm. know? Um, oh, please let me not be able, please let me not have this compulsion. And you're so focused on that. The enemy is wrapped around that addiction like crazy. Mm. And so understanding spiritual warfare and the part that plays in breaking free is huge. Mm. Absolutely. Wow. This, it, the, your workshop really sounds like it needs to take the place of AA meetings. <laughs> Absolutely. And be all around the world because this is what um, believers definitely need, but all people, mm -hmm. yes. all people who yes. are dealing with addiction. Thank you. I was in my desire. I know the hell of addiction. And, you know, I, it's interesting because for my breakthrough, you know, purpose was the key to my breakthrough. Um, I actually went to about 30 AA meetings. Mm. I never spoke. I just listened. And that in itself is very good for me. Um, through that, I found out about a program called Artist Anonymous, which is amazing. I also read countless psychology books. I studied the work of world-renowned psychologists and pastors. I went to church twice a week. I watched at least five sermons mm -hmm. a week. I wrote like crazy, asking myself question after question. And I would put my earphones on at night and sleep with praise music, you know, blaring praise music in my wow. ears. And what I didn't realize at the time is everything I was doing was restructuring my brain. Mm -hmm. And that was eight years ago. Science is now proven that we can actually rewire our brain. And a few weeks into my sobriety, God woke me up with all of these insights and revelations. And just, I was trying to write as fast as he was speaking. And a couple hours later, I just put down my pen and I'm like, God, are you wanting me to create a new recovery program? And he said, not today. <laughs> That was a relief, but that was eight. Yeah, that was eight years ago. And now that science has proven this, everything I did was exactly what they're saying. It goes along, but what they're missing is the God yeah. part. You know, God has transcended from the beginning of time. You're transformed by the renewing of your mind. So I put together mm -hmm. everything that God shared with me then, with everything I did, with everything we know now. And yes, I created a program that is so beyond okay. me. And I truly feel it's the reason God saved my life. That's amazing. I I know that we're talking a lot about the Change Your Story workshop, but I want to really um, allow you a chance to highlight your two books that you've written as well. Oh, thank You're you. Welcome. Thank you. Um, Change Your Story is the first book I read. And it is um, about... The same things, breaking free from depression, overcoming addictions, speaking life into your life, realizing the power of our words um, and our thoughts, and really about not letting where you are become who you are. It is 
the background of the workshop. However, the workshop is so much deeper and so much more intense. Um, in my other book, I have an entirely another audience, and it is um, tween girls. Yeah. And this book, Believe, the book that just came out, it actually is the book that changed my story, Camille, mm. because this 12-year-old girl in this book gave me so much hope. It's like God showed me how to believe again through her. And it is just this awesome, fun fiction series uh, about this vivacious 12-year-old who wants to prove to the world and her dad um, <laughs> that she is more than just a dreamer. But on the night before this big musical debut, she gets, um, due to an emergency plane landing, she gets stranded in the middle of nowhere with no way to make it home in time for her own show. So, you know, she through a series of events, she realizes that um, she discovers that her dreams aren't just for her. And she ends up, you know, changing this whole town she's in. Um, I'm not giving this book credit because it really is amazing. It has, um, it is a, they do a musical in the book. So there's original songs in it. And God has really opened some doors. I have shared this book in not only Christian schools, but secular schools, um, Catholic schools, Jewish schools. Wow. It has, yeah, I just use the book as a tool to um, talk about believing in big dreams and also dealing with disappointments and discovering your unique gifts and realizing that, you know, our dreams are bigger than yeah. us and that God's plans are bigger than us. And um, it is, it's just really exciting what God's done, what he's doing. And it, this book is just, it changed my life. I love, I, I love it. And so that is Believe. They're both available everywhere books are sold, but they're on sale right now on Amazon. That's awesome. And I have a new fiction series coming out that I can't really talk about, but it's called Just Jay. And I, my agent right now is pitching that, so it's not out yet. But That's I'm awesome. really, really excited because, you know, I, as a, growing up in Kentucky, all I did is mm -hmm. read. All I did is read. And we need books for this age group that are about things that they are concerned Absolutely. with, that speak to them, that speak life into their yeah. life, and that really inspire them without being a, a preaching book, without being, without being a Bible-type book, but just a fun book where they, where they um, it plants seeds. Yes, Absolutely. Yeah, I'm excited about that book. It sounds really good. And um, it, there's you. so much that, you know, contradicts the word of God for them to read out there and for them to see on yeah. social media. So I, I believe in, um, you know, working with young girls that when they're in middle school, that age is so impressionable. And, you know, they have, you know, so much that they're desiring to really be poured into. So that's a pivotal um, age and I'm glad that you're doing something for the young ladies so if you have a young lady that you think would benefit from this book please purchase it for them we need our young ladies to be poured in we need them to be strengthened before they hit um, the teenage age and really Absolutely. you know believe in themselves even though it's fiction it's real life <laughs> you know it is real yeah. life. It is so real mm -hmm. life. It is so. It, I, my prayer is that they read, believe, and learn how to dream big and deal with disappointments because that's mm -hmm. the thing. You have to have both. Absolutely. And um, 
if they read believe and they grow with that they'll never need to read change your story <laughs> that's my point that's the goal absolutely Absolutely. Why? Thank you so much. Um, so we talked about change your story workshop. If someone is interested in having you to come to where they are to teach one, or if they're interested in joining themselves, how can they get more information on the workshop? Thank you so much, Camille. And thank you for um, asking about the books as well. Um, the, since every organization and um, I'll be teaching the workshop in churches and uh, rehab centers and schools, everyone has different needs. So I do, I have an intro night. I have a, a two day intensive uh, weekend workshop and then the eight week, the eight week um, class. And you can find out that and you can find, you can purchase my books all on my website. And that's KirstenLee.com, K-I-R-S-T-I-N-L-E-I-G-H.com. Thank you so much. And someone will contact them and give them more information. Thank you so much. I know someone is truly blessed from listening. And I thank you for, for highlighting um, the drinking. Um, now, since we're all in the house, you know, a, a lot of young people that I know, are really abusing alcohol that I see on social media and, you know, everyone's yeah. drinking more in their house than, than they would socially. And so mm-hmm. I believe that this is an awesome time for this story to go out so that they can pay attention. Yes. To. Yes. And that's, mm-hmm. yes, especially right now. And I've been really praying for the world and my loved ones, of course, but really for all the people that have that have been set free from mm-hmm. addictions that right now there's so many triggers, Absolutely. you know, they can't go to their meetings. They can't do what they've done to mm. keep, you know, and I'm just really praying for them not to go back right. and for the people that have just been social mm-hmm. drinkers, not to allow this time the enemy to use it because I can definitely see how that could yeah. happen. Um, it's, it's funny because, well, it's not funny. (laughs) I talk about this three days into my sobriety, three days. I was living in New York city and hurricane Irene came through. It was the biggest hurricane to come through New York since, um, I think the 1970s. I could not leave my house for three days. All of my neighbors were having pizza and beer parties, my previous favorite meal. Mm. Um, and it would have been so easy to join them. I mean, I was literally locked in this time. You couldn't even walk out your door. At least you can walk out our doors right. right now. And I refused to go back. And that is when I wrote Believe. That is when I began to write my middle grade book. And so I just want to tell yeah. people to you, you know, the enemy wants to use, you know, Romans 8, 28 says that God want, God can work everything out for our good. That's what God desires to do. First Peter 5 eight warns us, that the enemy roams around like a prowling lion looking for whom devour. He comes to still kill and destroy. Um, and it's, it's a toss up. We can let the enemy use this and we can let it create in us bad habits. We can go backwards or we can let God use it for our good, press into prayer and ask God to reveal those dreams that have been hidden inside us, those projects that we haven't had time to work on and really come out of this stronger. Absolutely. Wow. What a blessing. Thank you so much. I'm really blessed uh, by all that you shared today. And even um, as a parent, I was I was listening to you say that um, 
you know, science has has proven that we are able to Mm -hmm. restructure, you know, our thoughts and our thinking. And I'm just encouraged to even um, press into that as a parent. And as I, you know, look at my boys and I may see different habits or different things happening with them, just to be encouraged that, that we have time that, you know, it can be restructured, you know, God is a God that can change. And so I'm encouraged. Thank you. It takes yes. work. And I want to make light Absolutely. of it. You know, it takes work. It takes reminders. Mm-hmm. It takes replacing, you know, every thought, you know, the word says that, um, we are there. We, we're help. We have to take every thought captive yes. and, you know, pull them down. They're coming from another place sometimes. So each thought is different and we have to deal with each one differently, but it is possible. And what's so interesting is, is that some of the same strategies I use to break free from a decade of addictions are the same ones I employ every day to pursue purpose and stay on track. Wow. That's amazing. Awesome. Well, you're amazing. I love your podcast. I've enjoyed listening to it and I love what you're doing and just putting it out there for, you know, for people to hear because people right now are searching and when they find something like this, it changes things. It really, really does. Yes. Glory to God. I'm honored to just be doing the work of the kingdom, you know? Amen. Amen. It is an honor. Yes. So before we close, I would be honored if you could pray for the listeners before we wrap up. Yes. Thank you so much. Yes. Um, dear God, we just thank you for the opportunity to worship you, to come to you in prayer and to come to you in praise. And right now, God, I just ask you to wrap your arms around every single person that you have already set free, that they have set, they have been set free from addictions and faulty mindsets and bad habits and bad relationships. I just pray, God, they do not go back, that they resist that temptation to call that person they know they shouldn't call, to um, pick up that drink, that they are aware of the what that can cause, God. And I just ask you, God, to strengthen them like never before, to speak to them, to remind them of the breakthrough, to remind them of where they've been and how much it took to get them where they are. That they would only go for, that you would give them God dreams, that you would give them the strength they need. And God, I pray for every single person that hasn't struggled with addiction but the habits they have already formed have set the foundation for where it could happen, just like I was. God, I pray for them. I pray that they don't let that those gradual choices every day lead them to a road where it is very hard to turn around from. I pray for them that you would stop them before they pour that next glass of wine, before they get that drink, that instead of numbing the feelings right now, instead of numbing the feelings by turning on the TV again, by searching for another show, for having that drink or that extra piece of pie when they've been struggling with weight, whatever it may be, that they just press into you and take that time to say, wait a minute, We've already got a big problem going on in our world. We have a big problem going on with my job. Do I really want to give myself another problem? And to really just seek you and to reach out to someone who can help them, um, whether it's Camille's podcast, whether it's my book, whether it is a friend that has struggled with what they think 
is kind of floating around in their head right now. Whatever it is, their Bible, God, prayer, God, you are an ever-present help in our time of need. I ask that they do that. And that we only, all of us, all of us, God, with the fears that are in us now, I ask that you take away the unbelief, take away that fear and just replace it with the faith that is inside us and let us all move forward in the path that you have for us, God, and let us proclaim Romans 8, 28, that you will work all things out for good. That is your plan, but we have to cooperate with you. We have to co-labor with you, God. So I just pray that we let you do, let you be God in our life. And I pray for your supernatural protection, God, around your people, God, that we would rise up like never before together and be strong in you, God, and that people would realize that purpose is the key to breakthrough because it's the reason we're here and it is our connection with you, God. We are meant to do great and mighty things in your name and we can't have um, the enemy using addictions against us. Um, and letting us be a pawn to his plan. So right now, I pray deliverance. I pray deliverance for every person struggling with an addiction, every person struggling right now. I pray deliverance, and I pray freedom for people to know that whatever they've been taught, that once this, always that is the case, that they have to go to this, you know, they have to be at this, at this meeting, know that you are their freedom. They are free because Jesus came to give them freedom. They have been free. They are free. And they are enough. I pray that in Jesus' precious name, I pray. Amen. Amen. Wow. And I have to say one thing, Camille. Meetings are not wrong. They're great. I am all for that. I just don't want people to think that because they can't do this, that they're going to fail. That's what what I want to get across. Amen. I have tears rolling down my face because I I could just envision, you know, someone during this time really struggling with this and not being able to get to their meetings and not being able to really contact the ones, you know, their their support and their, uh, what do they call them, their sponsors. And I just thank God for you, a voice um, that is being released to help those that are dealing with addiction. So God bless you, Kirsten. God bless yes. you. Again, we have been yes. chatting today. Let God be your sponsor right yes. now. Let God be your sponsor because he is the wisest one, the one that will never fail, the one that has the answers and has the strength. Hallelujah. Yes. And I know that your story is going to transform someone's life. Well, thank mm. you. I'm so excited about this workshop mm. and it's just so beyond me. I would have never, I mean, I never imagined telling anybody anything, much less developing a workshop that can really change lives all over, change our mindset on recovery. So I'm very excited and I'm just honored to, um, when, when I get, you know, the thing is we say, um, we do get weary. We don't, we, I think what happens is what matters is what we do when we're weary. And I remind myself that it is an honor to be used by God. It is an honor to do his work. And i I just want to put that out there for other people too. Don't get down on yourself because you feel weary. Just don't go backwards. What do Absolutely. you do? Absolutely. <laughs> Absolutely. And so I will post the links to the description in the description of the show to how to find you, how to, you know, purchase your books. Kirsten Lay is an author, speaker, and the creator of Change Your Story Workshop. And so I'll post everything that you should know to get in touch with her and how can they find you on social media? 
Thank you. Oh, thank you so much. Uh, let's see. Kirsten Lee three on Instagram. And gosh, I should know my, I, I should have a business card beside me so I can tell you that. My own addresses. Uh, KirstenLee.com has all my okay. social media contacts okay. on there. So if you go to KirstenLee.com, it'll have my Facebook link, my Twitter, Instagram, all yeah. that. Um, but at Facebook, it's Facebook.com slash KirstenLeeWriter. Um, and Twitter and Instagram are KirstenLee3. But all of that information is on my website. And like I said, the books are available everywhere. They're on sale right now on Amazon for the next three weeks believe and change your story and it's such a great time for believe because all the kids are home right now and it'll just give them something exciting and fun to look forward to and uh but yes everything about my following me on social media and my books are all available on the website awesome well again thank you so much for joining thank us. Thank you. Thank yes, you. it has been a pleasure chatting with you today for this week's episode of the Moments of Joy podcast. God bless you. God bless you, Camille. Ill. 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 Ill.